This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Thursday morning, we've got an extra minute with Wendy. This is how we like it because we've got lots of important things to talk about. Wendy Christine is a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. She's been in practice since 2005 and it feels like she's been on the radio for just as long. Uh, this insert, sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Good morning, Wendy. You've been with us for a long time and we've loved every moment. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Brad. Yes, it has been a while. I'm grateful <laughs> to be here every week. What I love, though, is our bodies are so complex and the world around us is so complex that we've always got something to talk about. Sometimes we overlap a tad with stuff we've spoken about in the past, but the stuff remains pertinent because we continually need to eat well. We continually need to be aware of what we put on and in our bodies and in our, the world around us. And we need to be reminded because we forget some of the basics. So these conversations so vital. I think that's very true, Brad. We do forget. Um, and if, if it's not c- consistently brought up, then it just becomes one of those things we might know or we might have a vague um, recollection of, but it actually doesn't become something that we embrace um, to make a difference in our health. So today we're talking about uh, daily household chemicals that we use, stuff we spray on ourselves, around ourselves. And of course, we love things to be clean and sparkly and shiny. And so we like to buy those trigger bottles at the supermarket that have got something inside. We have no idea what. All we know is it smells nice and it cuts through the grease and grime, Wendy. Yes. (laughs) And at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want it to be effective. We want things to be clean. Mm. But there certainly are safer ways to do it. And we, we, we need to be mindful of what's in those bottles because some of them can really have serious health consequences for us. So where do we start? What do, what do, should we start with uh, something we put on our bodies? Yes. So there, there, are, there are many chemicals that we're exposed to. Um, we're only going to highlight a few here. But if, if we think about what we do put on our bodies, apart from what we spoke about last week, perfumes. Um, we think about what we inhale from the perfume. So you are not just, um, it's not just um, absorbed through your skin, but it's also the, the, the alcohols and everything else that mm. we actually inhale as well, and that goes into the environment. So a perfume, for example, would have a, toxic, a number of toxic chemicals. Really? So things like benzyl, benzaldehyde, camphor, ethyl acetate, benzyl acetate. So there's a whole string of all these long names of Goodness. things that are commonly found in these fragrances, and they can cause symptoms such as dizziness, nausea, and they can make us drowsy, they can make our throat sore, uh, they can irritate our eyes and our skin and our lungs, so people sometimes get asthma attacks from these kind of things, or eczema. Um, and then, you know, in very severe cases, it could cause things like kidney damage. So how do we know? Do we know? <laughs> are you telling us we need to start reading labels of our smelly things? Well, yes, I think, you know, and as with everybody, not everybody's going to react to these things. So I think if you are a person who knows, you know, if you get an instant headache when you walk into a room and somebody's wearing a strong perfume, then you're more likely to be sensitive to that. And then it would not be ideal for you to apply that to your own body. Mm. Um, But and and also people that struggle with asthma and eczema would, would definitely want to be more cautious of what they're putting on their bodies and what they're spraying into the environment because those could be um, exaggerating their symptoms. This is fascinating. Um, we started off commenting on cleaning products. I've, you, know, you read somewhere, make your own, try some bicarb, try some vinegar, 
Uh, I've done that. I can't say I enjoy the smell that it leaves behind hovering around in the kitchen. It makes me feel like a slop chip. So, um, <laughs> so uh, you know, so what are we looking? What danger, dangers, and what harmful chemicals are we really looking out for? So they contain aphthalate and chemical wetting agents, and obviously these are not great for our skins or for the environment. Um, and so, obviously, if we are going to be making our own natural ingredients. But many, many um, of the commercially available products are now more green and, and more friendly and less toxic. Mm. Um, we can avoid the vinegars because then, yes, your, your, your house will smell a bit like a slop chip. <laughs> but your baking soda, your lemon mm. juice, some of your essential oils can be very um, effective. Um, and apple cider vinegar has a slightly less um, lingering smell than your normal um, black vinegars or white vinegars, white wine vinegars. So those are things that we can do. Um, and then, as I said, the green cleaning products that are available, those are much more, um, they, they smell nice, they're effective in what they do, and then they, they're better for the environment. Yeah, you're seeing so many of them now, even your regular supermarkets, even their own brands of these things coming out. And, of course, so many websites selling health products are selling more and more of these things. And uh, I, I've tried many of them, and they work just as well. I can't say they clean any less better Um you know, they don't wash your dishes any less well. You might need to pay a few rand more, but you're also getting that peace of mind because you're continuously standing either with the stuff, your hands in the stuff or breathing in the stuff. So we've got to, we've got to have a, a long-term sort of uh, look at this as well, not just how it affects me today, but do this for 20 years or more. Yes. And if you think about it as well, many of us are, are collecting our water so that we can you know, be, be water conscious. So if we're using chemicals and that's going into the water that you're either putting in your garden or, you know, you're recycling to use in your home, mm. those chemicals are going to have an impact on the environment around wow. you somewhere. So if we can keep it as green as possible, that's obviously best for the environment as well as for our own bodies. You and I have had this conversation uh, quite a long time ago and it struck me, um, particularly when uh, you see what we have in our homes or in our offices, but you shared, I'm not sure if it was on the air or, or privately, we chatted around air fresheners and I found your conversation was quite shocking. So, you know, that's something you end up spraying in an enclosed space, you know, before you leave the bathroom, you're in this enclosed space and you're breathing in how many lungfuls while you're washing your hands before you head out of the bathroom? Quite right. This is one of my personal pet peeves. I absolutely hate air fresheners <laughs> <laughs> um, because they, they do, they linger, and that smell lingers for a lot longer than any of the other odors in the bathroom. But they are full of um, chemicals and toxins and really not good for us. So if you are going to be wanting to freshen the room, rather use essential oils, which are not going to be harmful for you to breathe in. Uh, they're going to, you know... So they'll mask any odors that you're trying to mask, mm. but they're at least going to not cause you any um, physical damage or physical harm. Mm. So, so is this a general thing, um, all air fresheners? Because, of course, you know, they're just doing what they, they're trying to make it as effective as possible, as potent in shielding other odors and making it as pleasant as possible. All of those yes. things that they're mixing together to give you that sort of five-in-one, three-in-one effect is not so good for you. No, it's not good at all. It's just a cesspool of toxins. So if you want to, you know, just read your labels. If there are long names on there and you can't understand those, then you know that that product is full of chemicals. So what's the and alternative? Anything that we're spraying into the environment is going, that, that's full of chemicals is mm. going to be harmful for us. Yeah, and you're breathing it in an enclosed space. So what's the alternative, Wendy? 
So your essential oils, as I said, um, if you put those into a spray bottle, you get lots of lovely um, essential oil fresheners, room fresheners that are chemical-free, and those would definitely be um, lovely alternatives. If you want to and make... they're inex- inexpensive to make yourself. Mm. If you just put a water bottle with a couple of drops of whatever oil that you like and you spray that into the room, it's, it's very nice. Oh, that was going to be my question. What do you add in with to... What's the base on which you add the oil? So you're saying purified water? Yes. Yes, so your standard purified water would be fine as a as a spritzer in the in the air. You don't want an oil based one because that will make um, that'll stick to your tiles yes. and make marks in your in your uh, room, which wherever you're spraying it. So just a water based will be fine. Good point. So what about cosmetics? So cosmetics is a, is an interesting one because especially as women, we apply quite a lot of cosmetics to our body. Um, and many of these contain um, toxic chemicals. So they would have things like talc and they would have um, gluten in there. We've spoken about that previously. Um, but uh, many of the cosmetics that we use have got lots of chemicals in them. So we would want to look for, ke- uh, for cosmetics that are free of synthetic fragrances, mm. free of synthetic um, ingredients, and preferably those that are mineral-based or made from natural ingredients. Interesting. Uh, what about deodorants? So these, I mean, yeah, we're talking about stuff we all use every single day of our lives. <laughs> so what about yes. deodorants? So deodorants um, are quite high in aluminium. So that's one of the heavy metals that is present in deodorants. Um, and obviously we, we want to wear deodorants because we don't all want to smell bad. Mm. Um, but if we have a risk for cognitive decline, Alzheimer's disease, those kind of things, we really want to be making sure that we're using an aluminium-free deodorant um, and maybe using something to mask the odor. Bicarb is very good. You can use it like a talcum powder um, mm. under your arms, which helps to, um, to uh, alleviate those odors. Mm. Um, and then many people use essential oils instead of deodorants as well. So those would be the, the alternatives that I would think of there. Mm. I, I myself am very aware of this, and for many years now I've stayed away from the, the classic off-the-shelf sort of stuff, particularly the stuff with aluminium in it, and found some really natural options. Some haven't worked well for me, and that's also the process of finding which one works well. Uh, until I found one that is excellent and as good, if not better, than any of the other stuff you might buy at a regular supermarket or at the pharmacy, you know, with aluminium roll-on in it. And it's been a win for me for years. And I, I like that. I don't have anything unusual happening there. So uh, it's all possible. Yeah. But this is a journey to find out what works for you, what you can afford and not afford. And um, that's part of the journey to wellness. It's the same with food, isn't it, Wendy? It absolutely is, and there are certainly lots of products that don't work. So it is a trial yeah. and error, and but it's. I think it's don't give up. You need to you need to persevere, and there is so much more available now. So definitely, um, to find the, the the product that works for you, and make sure that you're um, exposing your body to as uh, to the fewest amount of toxins as you possibly can. Yeah, this might be a shock to a lot of people's systems. I mean, in three weeks, we've taken us through stuff we do every single day of our lives for most of our lives, and we're finding out that we're making a lot of poor choices in our general health. And now we've got to start wrestling our own health back. We're responsible for ourselves and the kids and or grandkids that we're responsible for. So no one's going to do this for you. So we need to take full control here of ensuring we maintain good, healthy lifestyles. Let's finish off with insect repellents. Man, all I'm thinking of is that Don Mozzie that bothered me the night Mosquitos, before last. Mosquitoes, yes, and, and they do so bother us. Um, but they can, ha- they can cause neurological damage in children especially. Um, and they, they, again, are full of chemicals. And, and you know, now they make them odor-free, but I can certainly still smell the odor mm. if, 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 if something like that has been sprayed. 
But the odor-free doesn't mean that it's chemical-free. So we certainly still want to read those labels and make sure that we're not spraying those into the, especially in closed environments. You know, you spray it in the cupboard, you quickly close the door, yeah. um, and then the next time you open, you get that whiff of that chemical. So yeah. not ideal to be um, exposing ourselves to that. Yeah, so we need to now start looking around. There's plenty of online options and plenty of options in just your regular supermarket even to try and find the product that works for you that's got natural products in it. And from what we've experienced in our own home, a lot of fun actually making your own. Yes. Yeah, and there's many, many things that um, naturally are um, usable as insect repellent. We think about borax. Yeah. Um, borax is just a, a powder that you can buy, and that's, that's very effective in killing off all sorts of different insects. Um, and then we can use things like citronella as well. That's, that would be an essential oil. Sometimes you get a citronella candle. Mm. Um, they can be a bit smelly as well. But, you know, it is an alternative um, depending on which one you're, you're buying. But I would get the citronella oils because some of those candles would also have other chemicals in them that could be harmful. Yeah. We are wide awake now. We can't say we don't know. And now that we know, the big question, and I'm sure this is something that Wendy would challenge you with too if you were face-to-face with her, is what are you going to do with this information? Are you just going to stay doing things the way you have been doing it even though you know it isn't good for you? This must be a tricky part even in your practice, Wendy, when you realize you've got all this information, what are you going to do with it now? That's it, yeah. It's, it's, we could have a head full of knowledge, but if we don't actually apply it, it's not really going to make a difference to us. That's the voice of Wendy Christine. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. That's what you need to Google if you want to find out more. Integrated Health Solution here in Durbanville. This, of course, has a podcast available for you later on this morning. Listen to it again and share it. Let's save lives. Let's keep people healthy and whole and well and enthusiastic about life, not coughing, spluttering, scratching, itching, and worse. Wendy, thanks so much for your time this morning. It's a pleasure. Have a great Thursday, Brad. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.